Welcome to the Beauty, Brains, and Barbells podcast, the show that talks all things female resistance training to help women feel beautiful, confident, and strong in and out of the gym. Now for your hosts, Jordan and Gretchen. Welcome back in. The best piece of advice I have ever received and I think I've ever given as a coach is to not overcomplicate macros. And even more general than that, don't overcomplicate nutrition, period. I know you brought this issue to the table today, Gretchen. You wanted to talk about overcomplication of macros. And I think it really, it you brought it up, but I, I can totally sit right there with you and say, this is something that is quite a topic of conversation with clients. Like it is, it is a complex thing to track your macros, but it doesn't need to be more complex than we make it. Yeah, I think, and this is like, this is just a pet peeve of mine. And I think it's a pet peeve of mine because um, I've tracked macros like super strictly and I've tracked macros like in a general sense, right? Um, I know like when I started and we talked about macros and even before I knew you, people were talking about macros and like the MyFitnessPal and macros were like the new thing to do and track and lose weight with. Um, and people were telling me about them that were not coaches. They were just, they, I don't know how people figured out their macros on their own at the time, whatever it was. Um, and I was like, you want me, first you want me to like weigh my food. I got to bring a scale to a restaurant and do like, it was just so complicated. And I was like, I'm out. I don't have the brain power. I don't have the desire. No, thank you. And then when I started working with you, I knew (laughs) that I was going to have to track macros. And I know that that is the healthy way to do it. I know that it's not a fad diet. I know that it's based off of you and your body and what kind of exercise you do and your daily activity level, your goals. It's a lot more complicated than just figure it out, track it and be done. But the nice thing about having a coach is I don't have to figure it out, right? You just tell me what my numbers are. And then I do that. And it's really not that complicated. Um, I think the problem that I'm having with people is they want to make it complicated because they think that it's complicated. So these are in no way, shape, or form real numbers. These are for example. Let's say you have 1,800 calories that you get to eat in a day. You have 150 grams of protein. You have 40 grams of fat and whatever left in carbs, right? The goal is to eat that amount of calories first and foremost. Stay in that calorie goal. Whether it's a deficit or a surplus, those calories are there to either help you cut weight or gain weight. Um, So, or maintain, right? So the calorie number is first and foremost. Then it's protein. Everything else kind of falls in place behind that, depending on if you are someone that gets your fuel from fats or carbs. If you come to an end of the day and you are like, well, I hit my protein amount, but I have 300 calories left. Well, I got to eat those 300 calories. I got to shove my face full. It's 830 at night. 
what am I going to do? Because everything else, I can't go over my protein because I already hit my protein. I, what happens if I go five grams over? What happens if I don't do a gotta? Here's the thing. I have maybe hit all four calories, protein, fats, and carbs perfectly five times, right? I stay within my calorie goal. Right now it's in a deficit. My protein has to get hit first because I power lift, because I want to gain muscle. That is my goal. Everything else will fall in place. And if I don't hit that amount of carbs, if I don't hit that amount of fats, if I go over a little bit on the fats because I added something and I, whatever, it's not going to make or break me. I'm still in a calorie deficit. I'm still not going to be right. And it's, it's one day it's, and it's not like I'm overeating my fats by double the goal that I'm giving. It's, it's a guideline, right? And overcomplicating them is holding you back because it will keep you from one wanting to track them and it will make you stressed for overthinking everything. Like it's just a guideline, right? And I understand that you want to do things perfectly. I understand that people want to do things perfectly. I am somebody that likes to do things perfectly. If I get a number, I want to hit that number right on the dot. Um, but once I realize that it is a guideline and it is not, it does not need to be perfect every single time, the amount of freedom that I had, the amount of stress that went away, my weight went down because I wasn't stressed about it. So that's my, that's my little rant. So when it comes to tracking macros, I like to use the example of going on a hike. You go on a hike and your guide, like, let's say you're hiking up a mountain. Your guide offers you, Hey, we can take this shortcut or we can, we can stay on the long route. What do you choose? There are pros and cons to both of them, right? If you take the long route, you could look at it from an activity standpoint. You get more steps, you get more movement. You take, there's less obstacles. You might see more scenery. You take the shortcut I think of it, you're cutting through brush, you're cutting through trees, you're climbing over rocks. It's harder. The shortcut is shorter in distance, but is usually harder in the resistance you meet along the way. That's tracking macros to a T. Macros is the shortcut to fastest results. If you want to lose weight, you you want to take that shortcut to results, the fastest path there, you got to track your macros. Can you lose weight without it? A thousand percent, yes. You can scale it down just to calories and protein, to calories, to portion sizes, to just cutting back on certain items, adding certain items in. But macros really are the top-notch, best practice way for getting fastest results. It's proven time and time again. Is it right for everyone? No. But if you are like, I want to get to my results and I want them yesterday, then you probably need to be tracking macros or reassess how quickly you actually do want to get there. But it's, it really is an overcomplicated process in doing that. Um, Like you said, hitting them perfectly each and every day is really, really, really hard to do. It's, you're, you're mixing and matching different food items. And the other thing is, you know, we don't ever actually know how much is in the food. Because we've all done it before. Like we get a bag of chips 
And like this bag of chips is just packed full. You're like, oh, this is a great bag. It's so full. And then we get the next one and it's like all air. You're like, what what happened to my chips? Like, but it still says the same amount of calories on the back. It's because when they do the testing, they run the testing for calories and macros. They run it one time. And this is just an estimate for every time here on out. Your Doritos chips don't all have the same amount of nacho cheese on them. Come on. I like the ones with most cheese. Okay. I love that you brought up the Doritos. The other week, a couple weeks ago, my husband got a Cool Ranch bag of Doritos. And I had a couple of them. And the couple that I had were covered in Cool Ranch seasoning. I was like, this is the best bag of Cool Ranch Doritos known to mankind. Usually there's like nothing on them. You couldn't see the tan color of the chip because there's so many seasonings on them, right? Dang. Obviously, the handful of chips that I had were a lot worse for me than what I was thinking I was going to be eating. Yeah. <laughs> worse. Though. Um, but it, so that's, that's a mindset shift that I really encourage people to make when it comes to tracking macros is recognizing that not everything is accurate. That it, it can't be. I mean, they don't put your, the process to deliver food to your table would take exponentially longer. And in the world that we live in, we don't have time for that. No. So know that what your label says isn't perfect. What you track isn't perfect. You're tracking it to the best of your ability. You have done what you can to track that. But like, again, we want to talk overcomplication, measuring out every little thing and knowing, you know, exactly how many calories are in this super, super seasoned Cool Ranch Dorito versus this not at all seasoned Cool Ranch Dorito. That's a lot of work. Yeah. Work that I'm not going to do. Absolutely not. But then it comes to the, the actual planning and the, the putting together of a day of macros. And that, again, gets really overcomplicated. I was just speaking with a client last night of, oh, I just get really tired of entering every little detail in. And I, I told her, I said, hey, it doesn't, I don't care if you didn't put that you had one teaspoon of this seasoning on this protein. That isn't going to make or break your calories, your macros, because the reality is, where the majority of my clients at, where the majority of, I would say our listeners are at, they are average individuals trying to lose weight, change their body composition. Nobody is at the point of leanest physique um, stage competitor. Right. Those minute calories aren't going to make or break you. My food log rarely includes seasoning. And it only does if it's, I'm pulling from a recipe that I've already put in my fitness pal where I've put everything in there. Like the chicken this week, it's chicken, kinder seasoning, and chicken broth. It My my fitness pal just says chicken, just chicken. Yeah. And that's, that's okay. Don't overcomplicate that. You don't need to think, okay, this recipe called for one teaspoon and because it's four servings it means i have a quarter teaspoon don't leave that out like i don't care your diet doesn't really care yeah but i think i guess where i want to take this to is the we overcomplicate it when we don't plan ahead 
I posted something not too long ago about playing macro Tetris. A coach friend of mine, Jeremiah, Jeremiah Bear, he made this really great post about playing macro Tetris where you're literally trying to fit things in and out throughout the day. And at the end of the day, it's like a scramble. You're trying to win the game of Tetris. And he's like, that's what makes tracking macros so dang hard is because you're always in this constant game of like trying to fit different pieces together. And, you know, it's, that's the same reason why 300 calories are left at the end of the day, mm-hmm. because you, you played Tetris all day. You didn't stop to actually look at what you needed to set up to win the game easily. Um, plan ahead. I mean, I'm a huge proponent for planning ahead. You're a huge proponent for planning ahead. Yes, we are type A individuals who really take this to the extreme, but it doesn't mean that it's it's just type A personalities. If you really want to simplify the fat loss process, you take 30 minutes to plan out your meals for the week, to lay out your macros. And you- let's let's be honest about that too. Like you and I have said it so many times, make it simple. You I eat the same thing for breakfast. Like breakfast is done, right? And I'm not saying that you have to eat the same thing for breakfast, but I know that I need to hit a certain amount of protein, fats, and carbs and calories for my breakfast. So then each meal can be set up, right? For me, it's just easy to eat the same thing for breakfast. Every once in a while, I'll switch it up if I'm getting sick of it. But then now that's the next thing that I'm eating. You know, make sure you have however many ounces of protein, you put a thing up on Instagram, like the best way to make a meal, right? Start with your protein. How many ounces of protein do you need to make this meal work? This is how much? Perfect. Now build on that. Now add your carb. Now add your fat. It's If you look at it that way, it's a lot easier than what am I going to make? What do I want to eat? And then how do I make that fit into my macros? I, it, it, You are literally, you are holding the game controller when you are planning ahead. You are the one moving pieces where when you are not, when you're kind of flying by the seat of your pants with things, somebody else is controlling the game and you are telling them what to do. That's essentially the way this, this works, but you have to look at it from a, if I really want this to be as simple as possible, I plan these things ahead. And the reality is the more that you plan ahead, the better equipped you are to handle things when they do go awry uh dinner pops up or you ate off of your plan it's much easier to make those adjustments it is i know you know when i'm like super on it and i'm planned for the day even things come up you know family members are like oh i'm here let's go out to dinner or whatever things happen right you have unplanned meals if i know exactly what i have in my day ahead of time i can look at it I can know what I'm eating. I can pull from certain meals if I have to, or I can go, well, this is what I had allotted for dinner and that's what I have. So let's go find something at the restaurant that will fit better into that. But I'm not guessing. It's no longer a guessing game. So I think the last piece is just remember calories are king Mm -hmm. when it comes to fat loss. If it comes down to, I either miss on my calories. Like I'm talking grossly miss, right? If you're within one, even 200 calories, you're, you're okay. But if it's the difference between me grossly missing my calories and me getting this last macro in calories are first. Yeah. 
And then beyond that, it comes protein. After protein, I, it's always fats. Proteins and fats are essential nutrients. Carbs are technically non-essential. Fats are deemed essential for their work with hormones. So proteins, fats, and then carbs come in. That's it. Like you keep it that simple. That's why I recommend you, you do your proteins first, then your fats, then your carbs. Done. It's not that. Doesn't need to be that hard. Take the most important, hit that first, then dial it in from there. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Beauty, Brains, and Barbells podcast. If you liked what you heard today, go ahead and give us a like, a share on Instagram. Let us know what more you want to hear from us so that we can truly make this the podcast that females go to to improve their resistance training experience.